All right, welcome on to our mock rookie scale contract negotiations. Sam and I have split up most of the eligible players who still haven't signed their rookie extensions, and we're bringing on Buddy to be the player agent again. So we're basically just going to simulate these negotiations from our point of view. So, Sam, you want to just give us some general thoughts about what's going on here? Yeah, for sure. Uh, another one of our favorites, kind of like the mock offseason, just putting our headspace right in the front office, seeing can we extend these guys? Does it make sense to extend these guys? And I kind of like laid out what I was thinking about when I was going through each one of my lit players on my list. So obviously like production so far, uh, future progression, like can we see this guy getting better? Um, or is he kind of is who he is? Like all these guys are 22, 23, 24, but sometimes you think you have a good idea of kind of their ceiling and their reasonable play going forward and then also another thing a big thing i was kind of trying to weigh is like what is the risk in waiting right like is he gonna have this nuclear season where all of a sudden wow now i have to pay him the max or now i just cost myself six extra million dollars a year like is that feasible with the amount of minutes and usage he's gonna get or not um, so that was kind of a big one for me and then some other things like kind of in the back of my mind were similar deals for similar type players like whether it be last year whether it be this past off season or like rookie scales from one or two seasons ago um, also injury risk is big especially with a couple of guys on my list uh, one in particular and then also what kind of leverage does he have like is there outside teams waiting to give them a big offer next off season because there's not a ton of cap space teams as it lines up right now uh, also leverage within the team like is there a similar type player at his position do we need exactly what he provides so kind of trying to calculate all of those things at once makes this exercise really difficult but also pretty interesting to me so i was curious Chandler, was that some of the stuff that you were trying to rifle through as well yeah all that for sure and um one other thing to add to uh, as the team, if you're going to do the extension a year early, you're typically looking to get some form of discount just because something could happen that year. The player could get hurt. They could prove they're not worth that. And you're locking them in a year in advance. So most of the time, it is a little bit more team friendly for the non-max type of guys when they lock in, sometimes for the max guys too. But yeah, lots of things, basically everything you hit on, uh, we got to consider here. That's what makes these negotiations so interesting. So many different factors. Uh, buddy, do you have any general thoughts before we get going? No, I'm just trying to get these players paid. Uh, and one thing I, I, I want to uh, put out there is, I don't know if you saw that tweet tonight. I forget who oh, exactly I hope tweeted it, but it was something about how the new TV deal, which is going to take effect before the end of, let's say, some four-year extension that may or may not be signed, this the cap could skyrocket all the way to 170 million so a contract like four for 80 may seem like a lot now but as a percentage of the salary cap or percentage of the tax which is how people should be viewing these contracts there is a chance that these contracts would be bargains by the end of it so i have that in mind and i will keep that in mind throughout the exercise i was hoping you didn't see that tweet uh, one more thing to add, though, that was also assuming no cap smoothing. They're saying that the, there is cap smoothing. It'll that it won't be quite as aggressive one year as a one year leap. Well, there wasn't cap smoothing last time, so let's see if the trend continues. Yeah, and I think they probably regret that. So I think, I mean, who knows? But they 
it would be I think they'd be wise to do it this time around, but no surprise that Buddy is already working the angles to gouge us as much as he possibly can for uh these players who def- desperately need, you know, the extra nickel or two. So Sam, you wanna kick us off with one of yours to start? Oh, sure. All right, so let's go man, there's so many options. So let's just start with Michael Porter Jr. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? Do you like Denver? <laughs> I love Denver. I would love to uh, stay here for five years on a fully guaranteed max contract. Wow. Fully guaranteed five years. I think you've missed uh, in the lower 90 games so far in your three seasons. And, man, a five-year max, a year in advance, that seems a little bit lofty to me. Obviously, we love your promise. We love your potential. We also have quite a, mon- a lot of money already inked on our contract. Of course, we do want to keep you. We have the MVP from last season. We plan to be in the finals, if not just the West finals in the upcoming seasons. But I think that is a little bit outstretching your bounds. I'm not asking for the player option. Just straight five years. Just SGA five. got it. I feel like I'm on that level. Uh, if you want me to give my pitch, I mean, you mentioned the games missed. Well, the first season was the first season. I had a back injury coming into the league. I didn't play a second. But the past and two seasons... We, we paid you the full season for playing zero games. Let's just keep that in mind. That was a season that you were on our salary cap, and you gave us zero minutes. But continue. Uh, so, but the last two years, I have played... A majority of the team's games, including 61 this past year, I believe part of the absence was COVID, if I'm not mistaken. And none of the absences in the past two years have been uh, related to the back injury, which was like the scare and the reason why I wasn't a top five pick to begin with. But just if you weren't aware, I am a 6'10", 23-year-old who can create my own shot and shot 45% from three last year on good volume, averaged 19 points per game on a team that was looking like we were finals bound until Jamal Murray got injured. You just don't see guys putting up the advanced stats that I'm putting up at my age. Like the PER is over 20. The true shooting percentage on high usage is well over 60. Like everything, like win shares, value over replacement player, it's super impressive. It's max worthy. And I mean, you you mentioned like, yeah, you like, you know, just just signed Gordon to this extension. Uh, so there's a lot of money tied up. But also like that also means there's no, you know, cap space, you know, at at any point f- for the next couple of years. So my relatively low cap hold of less than 16 million really doesn't matter. So it is in your best interest to extend me. And um, I'm assuming I'm talking to Tim Connolly, the same guy who has extended Jokic a year early, Gary Harris, uh, Aaron Gordon a couple days ago, and Jamal Murray. So you have a history of taking care of your own, and I want to be uh, the next guy. I, I'm not asking for an option. I'm asking. I'm, I'm committing to five years, or I guess six seasons as a Denver Nugget. I just feel like I, my my production has been close to a max player, and I can get there, especially at the, at the start of the season with with Murray out, I think I can be that guy. Certainly, we want to lock you up. Certainly, we want to give you your what you're worth, right? But so, like, do you, would you say 
Would you say Jalen Brown was a better player than you when he extended? No. I mean, of course, a player is not going to say that. But if I think at the time of his extension, the objectivity. The the year before Jalen Brown signed that extension, he was like the seventh man on a Celtics team that lost in in the second round. I was we we won a playoff series with me as like the number two potentially. You could call me like a one B in terms of like creating my own shot. I think I am ahead of where I, I mean, especially offensively, which is the more which is the more important end of the court. I think I am well ahead of where Jalen Brown was after his third year. So I I would agree that. I would agree with that. But in the other comp I have is Joel Embiid, right? He had the injury. He's like literally MVP level player, which I don't think it's safe, fair to call you quite that level. So somewhere in between there makes sense. And the, the full max just seems rich with your injury history, with only really proving it with one elite season. I mean, even in the playoffs, we were having to pull you out two seasons ago and you, you were in the doghouse for part of that missing rotation sometimes weren't playing down the stretch like you've had one elite season i i don't know that five i just the five full max that doesn't make sense to us if we could get a team option if we could get an injury guarantee then maybe we could start to consider that again this is a whole year early like if you got if you got hurt this year then you've played half of your rookie deal and then we don't know what's going to happen in the next five seasons like that's us sticking our neck out a long ways for again just the track record in the games played and the uncertainty i mean you were red flag guys they wouldn't even take you in the top 10 in the draft even though it was clear that your talent level was probably top three or top five at worst so this is definitely a scare that is out there and known i mean again you you keep bringing up the back thing i have not had any back problems or missed any games related to my back after missing that entire rookie year and I mean I I think that I am the caliber of player where where the years really matter and you you want to lock me in for as long as possible I think you should be fearful of if if you don't kind of meet my my demands I am very confident that I'm going to have a three plus one max offer sheet in free agency next summer from some team and you're going to you're obviously going to match it well now you have me for two less years but at the same money for those three years you, you have me for two less years than you would have if you just agreed to this right now and i know that logic doesn't apply for all players but i feel like i'm at that caliber where i mean you you have the chance right now to lock me in my age 23 to my age 29 season. These these are going to be the best years, and I'm going to get better every year. Um, so I'm I'm holding pretty firm at this five-year max. I I feel like I'm already doing you a service by not asking for the player option. I want to be a Nugget, but I feel like the level that I'm at and the kind of max players I've seen extended, De'Aaron Fox, Shea Gildas Alexander, I feel like I'm at that level. If you don't love the Shea extension, that's OKC's problem to deal with. Um, but, but you that's also the said marketplace. that wasn't the marketplace, though. Actually, that was just Oklahoma City with their player, right? Like 29 other teams had no say in that. I, I don't know that that was a true market. That was just that was just one isolated incident. And you say that we're going to get you for two less seasons. You just told me you love Denver and you want to be here for long haul. So you might pick up that option. Or with the extension rules, we can always extend you early or after your third year, you opt out. We can 
tack on four or five seasons then. So like I don't know that we're actually losing these years by by going this so, disaster scenario of the three plus one. So what's your offer? We would do the five if we could get some decent injury protections and or a team option. You should mention that's five for $172 million, which you will never be concerned about money the rest of your life. All right. We can protect it for a back injury, which I'm confident I'm not going to have. But if it's not a back injury, I want it fully guaranteed other than that. That's what you you keep bringing up is, oh, I slid in the draft. There must be something wrong with my back. I'm telling you, I haven't missed any games in the past two years related to my back. And sure, I'll, I'll give you the 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 back injury clause but that i mean that's the only injury thing that i i want related to this contract i mean your back's connected to your core your core could affect how you run i mean it's all the kinetic chain like what if you made it really easy like something like 40 45 games in year four 40 45 games in the fourth year again if you're a superstar are we really going to waive you do we really want to not bring you back for the fifth year to really not want to guarantee that like it's pretty much it's not much of anything that you're actually giving up here i'll do a half guarantee on the fifth year that guarantees once i play my 45th game in year four all right let's let's lock that in i just i feel like when it comes down to it like that's such a low bar that's like half of my team's games like why don't you just like it's gonna be the five-year max but also i have in the back of my mind that like oh they didn't give me the full max like obviously this this negotiation is over for the point of the exercise but i think if it gets that close to it like they'll just give him the full five years and make him feel good that it's fully guaranteed but i mean is Embiid sour like he loves philly right he has a similar deal i mean i know you said it's specific 31 games at the time that he signed his contract mpj has played like a hundred and something plus Four, yeah. five rounds of the playoffs and Embiid has played like uh like a all nba player at that point and and michael porter is not but i don't know chandler what do you think quick thoughts uh i think part of what makes this difficult right now is the fact that if the only five-year deal you can do is the full max maybe if this was like next offseason yeah. and y'all could like compromise on like starting two million under the maximum because i mean that's Jokic also started under the max but that's because they paid him a year in advance so He's probably happy with that anyway. But, yeah, I think that might be a little bit easier of a compromise if this was the next offseason. Yeah, so honestly, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, I thought, like, maybe $30 million yeah. average annual salary made sense for him instead of this now he's getting, like, 34 But, like, you can't even do the five-year for that. And so I'm like, what am I going to offer, like, four for 120 Then, Then, yeah, I mean, I do want the extra year. So that, like, Chandler hit it on the head. Like, that's exactly what I was debating when I was trying to figure out how to do this. I didn't bring this up because I just kind of wanted to move on, but now I'm doing so anyway. So I'm kind of a hypocrite. But um, what would you have said if I asked about all NBA escalators? I would have wanted it to be like first team because, again, I don't think Porter is at this like, like Luca no brainer max, Trey no brainer max. Like I think he's a clear rung below that personally. I mean, I don't think so either, but what if he just has his breakout year and makes second team all NBA or something like that? I mean, then we pay him and then we're. Yeah, I was about to say, there's that. If that happens and you're happy to pay him, but also what makes it kind of hard is just his play type. Like, he's just shooter scorer. Like, how. What 
what player is he on like a championship team? Like, I guess if the Nuggets would have made the finals, what would he have been? The third best player, maybe, I guess. Oh, with no. Murray healthy. Yeah, like with healthy Murray, I guess he's your third best player. I don't know. I mean, those guys do sometimes get maxes, sometimes they don't. So that's that's a tough one. I also think that's a little high for him, but that's probably what he's going to get. Well, he hasn't signed it yet. Interesting. And the guy I'm about to go to hasn't signed a deal, which a lot of people were saying was a no-brainer five-year uh, five max. But they also were saying that literally judging off, like, the best performance of his life in the playoffs. But anyway, I think I know – I think you all know where I'm going with this. I'm going to call DeAndre Ayton's agent. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, so you, you mentioned my amazing playoffs. Just to recap it for you. Uh, I, don't average, know, I don't know if you heard that. Like uh, That conversation was in a different room. I don't, I don't think you were there for that. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just going to start the negotiation by saying uh, I averaged 16 points and 12 rebounds in the playoffs, shot 66% from the field, played 36 and a half minutes per game, which is unheard of for a big man unless you're Jokic or Giannis pretty much. And, and I fouled less, less, less than three times a game, which was the reason why I stayed on the court. And also, I proved to be perhaps the best Jokic defender in the league, which is worth a lot as a fellow contender in the Western Conference for years to come. Uh, so similar to MPJ, I'm being realistic that, you know, if they haven't signed this this extension yet, it obviously is not for the no-brainer like five-year max player option escalates to 30%. So I'm asking for a five-year max with no options. <sighs> what makes it tough? I mean, I'm glad you didn't ask for the option at first because I mean, I don't. Cat didn't get an option. Bam didn't get an option, and that just feel that would have been kind of unreasonable to start that high. And like you said, with the fact that they haven't signed a deal yet, and this is, I mean, I guess we get, we can just lock that in now because it's basically the exact same negotiations minus the injury stuff as MPJs. Like we, what, what are we going to do? Like 90% guarantee it in like one year or something like that doesn't really do anything for us. And like, like you were saying, like to Sam, I mean, if you're going to pay him that much anyway, like you're just going to take that little chance of pissing him off for no reason. And when he's going to get the full max and cause if this was next summer, I'd want to start a little bit lower than the max and see where it goes. But if you're doing the five-year extension, you got to do the full max. So, yeah, I mean, we can lock that in now. Awesome. Glad to be here. I mean, Sam, what do you think? Like, I mean, where else could could that have went? Like, what other option is there? Yeah, that. Again, and it's someone who like... does not want to pay him that, but it's just like I don't know what the other option was. Yeah, like, because if you want the five years, the thing like would you, like would four for one twenty be able to get it done would you want even the last year i mean yeah i guess i could have pushed that, a little harder to, to risk him because like it's the fifth year isn't the most important thing in the world to aiden because like he's probably your third fourth best player on a really good team so maybe i could have been a little bit stingier and made him like prove it one more year to get that and then just give us more options next all season that but it's also just like when i think he just passed that threshold to where like you don't make it you don't take it to the next season you just kind of He's probably, he probably barely got there, but I think it's just the type of thing that you work it out now. And yeah, I mean, there's I, I could have played a little bit of hardball, I think, but I don't know. I feel like it's, that's just what it's going towards anyway. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> All right. Maybe we, maybe we can do a quick one. Uh, is 
Marvin Bagley, have you blocked our number, or is that uh, is this just still going through? Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> uh, so I just heard the number one pick getting a max. So uh, <laughs> where is my max at number two overall? Um, do you do you have you an offer? Max, we can give you the max food stipend on the road. You can get your finest steak, although you should still stay in shape, so don't go too crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was going to breeze through it because there's just nothing that you... I mean, I don't know how high your ego is, but I had something... Like, is he, is he even a quality rotation player? Like, I had something like a two-year with the second-year team option. <laughs> I mean, this is going to be insulting, but for like $10 million. So Zach Collins would get more guaranteed money than me. <laughs> I guess his was pretty similar. It was like seven this year and then three the next year. No, I mean, first of all, yes, an extension is never going to happen right now. But I think it would need to be at like at least that Pirtle Zubach kind of money um, for me to con- consider extending. Because it's just one of those things that my ego is probably like, oh, this is the year that I'm not going to be injured and I'm going to, you know, be the starting power forward, starting center on the Kings. We're going to make the playoffs and all that stuff. But, yeah, it's just never going to happen. But, no, I would not take $5 million guaranteed. So like three for 27 would be like your absolute floor. I mean, we would never do that. I'm just yes. curious. Okay. All right. No deal. Yeah, I don't think there's much negotiations going on at all there. I'll go to Colin Sexton. Nice. All right. Um, what, do you, what do you think of me, Cavs? Well, we drafted you high. We like you. Um, we still start you when we draft another point guard, too. So we're obviously high on you. Um, I think the way we'll start this is we'll kind of just throw out our first offer, and we'll see where what you're thinking from there. Uh, I don't think this will be insulting, but I'm not 100% sure it's going to be in your range because some of the comps we were thinking, it's actually some more of the veteran-type guys like Malcolm Brogdon, Spencer Dinwiddie. We don't really want to exceed those type of numbers like that because those are proven. You, Yeah, you have the counting stats, but those are proven. Guys have done it and like actually led their teams to be successful, not just put up numbers. They've done some of theirs in the playoffs as well. So and Fred Van Fleet as well. So it'd be really tough for us to pay you more than those guys. But since we did draft you and we know the cap is going to be rising by the end, we'll, we'll throw that um, Delonzo Ball contract offer out there first. We'll say four for 85. So I wrote down somewhere in the 90 to 95 million range. So that's good to know that we're not extremely off i thought you were gonna make some like Devonte graham comp and say like four for 50 so i'm glad we're not there um yeah i can give the spiel about how i averaged 24 points per game and all that stuff and on on good efficiency on good efficiency and guys like that just get paid um like brogdon and fred van vliet were not at that level at least as like a pure scorer and they got that money um so yeah i'll i would counter by saying like four for 94 yeah i mean we're like i said we're pretty close but 
we did start like pretty high on like the upper end of what we want to do. And what makes it tough is, um, I mean, we, it's not a hundred percent like I, for you, we don't know for sure there's a max waiting for you. And there's like almost no upside to us signing like to add to our offer a little bit. Cause then we're looking at, at best, you're probably worth it. There's, the the range we're in right now is probably very close to where you will fall, but there's a probably a little bit of upside for us too. But and we're signing it a year early, so we do like that. There's little potential for upside. Um, we could bridge the gap a little bit though with some incentives, and we could get to four for ninety. Yeah, I mean, I I just think if if you're viewing me in the Brogdon Van Vliet Lonzo range. Um, like even close to that, and then you factor in that this contract will be signed or will go into effect at least a year after that, maybe even two or three years, uh, depending on who you're, which contract you're comparing it to. Um, I would do like 90 guaranteed, uh, get up to 98 with unlikely incentives. You just said that, 94. <laughs> Well, no, I 90 guaranteed. I would say I would view four for 94 as as better than four for 90. With the, these are like unlikely incentives that we could tie to like I don't know winning percentage or like making the playoffs. Well, yeah, like, yeah, it we, actually matters. I do want the incentives to be team based because, like I said, we know you put up some good stats, and when we're making those comparisons, part of what gave us like some pause is the fact that those guys have done produce more winning basketball with their production. Like like we said, we know you've uh, had some really good uh, counting stats and you've gotten better every year, but hasn't necessarily translated to winning yet. And we think that those type of guys have shown that they impact winning a little bit more at the current stages of their career. You're still young and obviously going into your fourth year, so there's definitely room for improvement. And that's kind of how we were bridging that gap. We think you could get to that level, but we're not 100% sure you're there yet. Um, I mean – we're so close. I mean, how about we do four for four for ninety four with just like uh five hundred K every year tied to winning or something. So you're saying ninety four is the guarantee or ninety four is ninety four for my four for ninety two and then five hundred K every year could get you to four for ninety four. Okay. Do you want to call that making the playoffs? Is that an unlikely one? Yeah, sure. I mean, it could be it could be a sliding scale of winning percentage to playoffs, like whatever. We don't have to iron that out, but just something sure. that's based around team success. It doesn't I have to be in the that. playoffs too. Like you can get some just for us, like showing improvement. Okay. I did not think that negotiation would go as smoothly yeah. as it did, but well, I'm but I'm I'm happy with that number. Yeah, part of it is like with the cap rising like that. I think it's not too risky to approach the numbers of those other players I was throwing out and even if like the cap doesn't rise like that like it's still not the craziest thing to commit that money to a guy who can put that up put up that type of offense production yeah what do you think Sam yeah it's feels a little bit rich but like what what, what is he the 18 to 20th best point guard. I mean, there's a lot of good point guards. I was going through the list a few days ago for a different reason, and 
Yeah, if, if he grows in his other areas, like he's scoring, which you guys hit on, was very efficient. And it, if he can keep on improving, it's just I don't know if those other areas are really something that he's shown any ability to develop in. Like, that's probably just the going rate, but I probably would have been comfortable more like, I don't know, splitting hairs, but like 80 to 90 million range. And even that I might be <laughs> wincing on, but it's yeah, not great. But just, yeah, that's where I was thinking, like, personally, but then just kind of thinking about the team that drafted him is always going to be a little higher, and Cleveland has paid some guys, so, and that's, like, if you're that close, it's not a lot, I can see it getting done. Yeah. All right, yeah, who you got now? All right, let's do uh, Mikhail Bridges. Do you have interest in re-signing with the Phoenix Suns? Let's start there. I do, and... I think a recent data point shows the floor of this offer. I think the floor, Uh-oh. and if this isn't what I'm asking for, is what Aaron Gordon just signed for, which is very comparable because it the contract would go into effect in the same season. Uh, he signed not the 92 that was reported, that he signed four for 88. That's the actual value uh, with a fourth-year player option. Uh, but I'm younger, and I think... Just speaking at a high level, like I contribute more to like a championship team or like a winning team than he does. Um, I shot pretty well last year. I shot 43% from three. And even in the playoffs where that was really tested, I still shot 37, like very respectable. I'm, I don't know, like tier one of like your three and D guys in the league. Um, and especially with the cap rising, like what I have written down is four for a hundred. Wow. So this may not be until uh, <laughs> we reach it. Um, so I you, mean, is you is your offer even at the Gordon extension level? Because anything less than that, I don't think I would even consider. I think the marketplace has dictated that's what it is. Uh, and I'm it, if it's lower than that, I don't think we should even have a conversation. Well, so again, the did the marketplace dictate that, or did Denver's urge to re-sign their own after they traded two first-round picks to get him, and knowing that they have, you know, this budding core to win a championship? Like, I don't know that the market dictated that. I know that Aaron Gordon every and contract, his agent hashed that out with his own every front every contract that is signed is a data point in the marketplace for NBA players. I okay, yes, it it was the maximum amount that he could extend off of his contract but also like the vibe around the league was like oh wow okay that's that's how much it takes to resign him not like whoa that that was an insane contract uh so and like i said i think gordon is an inferior player to me so that's why i view that as the floor uh but with the potential and i'm i'm younger than him um that's why i'm asking for a couple million dollars more per year yeah so we don't like to lean on other teams decisions to to make ours i mean we were in the nba finals last year there's only two teams in the nba finals last year we got ridiculed for taking cam johnson we took cam johnson we traded for an aging chris paul like we think we know what we're doing and so we don't want to lean on the nuggets and also to your you have a few data points i have a few data points of contracts so og ananobi and bogdan bogdanovich were both signed in the 72 million dollar range for four seasons um bogdan has 
more playmaking skills than you do. I would say somewhat of a similar general overall talent. OG Ananobi, a little bit more of a similar player type. Um, I, I do think that you're like an amazing or even like a star role player, but we have not seen role players exceed $20 million a year. It, to my knowledge in the market that you like to talk about um maybe aaron gordon is a role player i don't know he can do a little bit more with the ball in his hands and again the nuggets we don't want to piggyback off the nuggets decisions um yeah i think og and bogdan are much closer to this scenario as you know you are coming off your rookie scale deal you didn't just have a team mortgage two first round picks to get you um you've shown that you can win at a high level I just there's really no precedent for a role type player getting that excessive twenty million dollars. So we were thinking of more of the four for eighty. Hmm. I mean, do you think you're wildly exceed like a Bogdan or an OG Ananobi? I think I'm pretty different than Bogdan, and I think Ananobi had i mean that contract was signed a year ago that contract was not signed last week and <laughs> every I, contract is a data point uh i'll remind yes, you but, but the gordon contract is like the most recent contract in the league so that's what's comparable also ananobi's kick is kicking in this year whereas this contract would kick in next year uh, which is why we're at eight million higher with our offer than the og one i mean what if every team based the mozgov signing uh what if all the players use that as their staple? Like, I think we can't lean too hard on this Aaron Gordon thing. Okay. Four for 90. Yeah, so I mean, I had it written down. It's like, what is going to happen this season? Chris Paul and Devin Booker are going to be our 1A, 1B options. DeAndre Ayton is the next offensive option. Like, you just, or lockdown lock defender can shoot the three with the best of them, but like, I don't know what's going to happen this season that all of a sudden you're going to get this max offer from other teams. So, I mean, we can go to four for 84, but honestly, that's already above what I had written down. So I don't know that we have a ton more than that. Maybe if you think that this ceiling is somewhere where I can't see it, if we want to have like some massive incentives of like first team all uh, all defense or like second team all NBA or something, but I just think we're getting to a range that is going to outweigh the risk for us. I mean, this is the way I see it. I haven't missed any games in my career. So you asked. I did notice that. That's important. So, well, so, so you asked, like, what, what is going to happen this year? Like, what is my play going to look like? Well, I'm going to play in every game for the for the defending Western Conference champions. I'm going to continue shooting over 40% from three. I'm going to improve as a defender. And there's just like little things that you saw from, from Bridges's game that like, especially this, this past year, like I'm not saying he's going to be any sort of like creator or playmaker or anything like that. But I think he's a little bit more than like, like a Danny green type or a PJ Tucker type. who's literally just three and D. So in that regard, I, I think he has like a little bit of, of kind of canvas space to to operate under, which is why I'm a little bit higher on him than I am on Ananobi. Um, so 
I I think the downside of you not kind of coming to the four for 90 thing is if I do have a really good year and a team like, I don't know, the Grizzlies offers four for 110 and in free agency. And if they're offering that, you're probably going to match that because that means I had a really good year. And, you know, you're paying me $20 million more, which I get that's like the same predicament as every extension is in. But I also feel like like there's not really risk with with me. Like I'm gonna play in every game. I'm gonna be really good for a really long time. Uh, you just, or, uh, yeah. Uh, Aiden just signed, and I think if you can sign me, you have all your problems solved moving forward. You did really well on the Chris Paul contract. You did really well on the campaign contract. I feel like four for ninety is a reasonable asking price. See, I mean, you mentioned like Danny Green, so like my lesser comps outside of OG and Bogdan were like Robert Covington and Danny Green. I mean, that's kind of the type of player you are. And those players just have never gotten paid anywhere near this amount of money. And like we're already setting this is already going to set the role player market by, by as far. these contracts should. I mean, the cap increases every single year. Yeah, there there should always be by the next. Right, but this is by a lot already. Again, we're already exceeding OG. We're exceeding the best anything that Covington or Danny Green ever got. Like, I mean, Draymond Green's a role player, how, and he got paid four for 100. Like, how are you defining role player? I mean, he's different. You can't compare him to Draymond Green. No, I'm, I, I'm just saying the, the idea of this player who's, who's, like, obviously very valuable, but not like a, you know, like put, put the ball in their hands type. That's how I'm defining role player. I mean, I don't agree that 110 offer could hit, could be on your table next year. If it is, wow, we have a stacked team all of a sudden. If we have Aiton, who we believe in, Booker, and you, who turned into... And also a, your tax is a lot higher. But Yeah, well, we'll make a run at the finals, and then if we have to make trades in two or three years, which we'll never tell you about in advance, then we'll do what we have to. But, I mean, I said it last offer was 4 for 84. You said 4 for 90. We'll do 4 for 87, but that is our final offer. Almost twenty-two down, million dollars a year. I'd go down to eighty-eight. Oh my gosh! Just because I'm not gonna lose this over one million dollars. Come we'll on, say. extensions are never odd numbers. All right, four for eighty-eight. Lock it in. This is painful, but we're glad you're back. Good to be back. I was about to say, if y'all don't, if y'all aren't able to compromise on eighty-seven and ninety. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when I heard eighty-seven and I was going to eighty-eight, I was like, okay, well. We're making this deal. We'll keep going in the middle if he doesn't come up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think both of y'all are making pretty fair points, so that's probably how that's going right now. Um, I'll go with my most interesting one probably. So we'll go with uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. I, All right. Let's hear what you're thinking first. I think, as you know, I had an injury-plagued year last year. I missed nearly the whole year. I came back, I played in 11 games and five postseason games, uh, and I just was a shell of myself coming back from that injury. It was hard to come back from that knee injury, so I think a lot of perhaps the red flags that were shown, specifically my, I I was, it seemed like this past year I was not as far along defending the five, or I guess you could just say playing the five as 
the Grizzlies probably thought I would be in year three. Um, and also my three point percentage was not where it was in my first two years, but I just feel like the talent is obviously there. And I think what I did in my second year, which was a really impressive stat line, uh, pre injury, um, is a better indication of what I'm going to be. Um, and I, I, we obviously know like that player is like the, the best case scenario for me is I can defend fives, block shots and space the four and hit threes at nearly a 40% clip. And we've seen flashes of that. Um, but obviously I, I realize that I can't tell you to pay me based on what I did in year two because year three happened. Uh, and it was not the best. But w- one other thing I wanted to point out is my my rebounding rate, both defensively and offensively, which has been another weakness of mine. Like I was averaging, I don't know, like five rebounds a game in my second year, which is not what a big man should be averaging playing 30 minutes a game. Rebounding rate was up uh, this this past year, and fouls were down by the slightest amount. Um, so... You know, I see, I, I see the the Jonathan Isaac contract four for eighty when he and that had some injury stuff in it, but that was when he was literally going to miss that entire fourth season. Um, I also just heard what Mikael Bridges got, um, and I think my ceiling is higher than than Bridges. But obviously, if you're betting on who's going to have a better year this year. Um, in terms of just like playing and and performance, you'd probably pick pick Bridges, but that's that's what I'm asking for four for 88. Which I think, I mean, I don't know how high you are on 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 Triple J, but I think a lot of people could see that as low. But that's what I'm that's what I'm asking for. Well, I mean, yeah, you're making this a lot easier than I thought you would. Um, mm-hmm. I was. I'm glad you never said the words John Collins, um, but because I mean I we can lock something in close to that pretty soon. But I'll just say some of my thoughts I was prepared to have anyway. Um, when it comes to the a John Collins comp, all the stuff you're saying about like how uh, your stuff you can do on you're not quite there yet defensively, and um, obviously like we all know the spacing and all the eight nine threes a game at like an insane clip like. That's a great thing to have for a big. And if the other defense elements come along, then, yeah, you're looking at a really good player. You're probably approaching a match, a match, a max type guy. But if the defense, if we're still hoping for that potential to come around, then you're probably more of like the John Collins type. And then um, that wasn't, that didn't end up being a max player. And like that was with him having like a very good defensive playoffs as well. And I think he got a very fair contract. So definitely was not prepared to approach that um i think annually this won't be too far off anyways um i think his average is out to be what like 25 a year mm-hmm. yeah so right. this is right around that range so you factor in um a little bit higher cap well actually it'll be this, the contracts will, will run the same if you sign for four year but anyway just the fact you can factor in some potential that if the defense stuff does come around um yeah, you, it's a really good player, but there's the obviously the injury concerns you mentioned, and there's the um, 
there's the fact that we don't know if the defense is going to come around. But, I mean, I can we can lock that original deal in right now, four for 88. I mean, we get, I mean, just as a sign to, like, uh, we're willing to put some form of unlikely incentives, we'll get it to four for 92 just to – or four for 90 also um, just to give you a little something to play for, just something extra in there. You can connect it to rebounding or block rate, something like that, something defensively. Yeah, I mean, just to, like, kind of peel the curtain back a little bit, um, I knew that the 4 for 88 might seem a little bit low. Like, I initially wrote down, like, I think 4 for 104 or 4 for 100, something like that. Um, I just felt like, as Jaren's Jaren's agent, I don't know, there's just, like, legitimate injury concerns there and also concerns that if this deal didn't get done – and he kind of comes out and he's still not rebounding. You still kind of have to play Steven Adams at the five. And he's this kind of clunky four. Um, I could just really see this this scenario where he he is making less than 20 million a year a couple of years from now. And I just wanted to lock in the I mean, it, you know, it's still good, good money. But, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not surprised that you were kind of ready to pay more than that. Yeah, and there's like kind of like what you just said. There's more ways than one that it could go wrong for him um, with injuries, or he's just not there yet, and some of the skill stuff or combination. So definitely smart to want to lock in just a life-changing money. But and it, the fact that we agreed so fast too is not like oh that's so much lower than what we thought. It's just like no negotiations were necessary. It's like we were literally like right around the same range because we wanted to pay you a little bit more than John Isaac, and we were happy. We were fine with them. Uh, we thought it was going to end up probably being a little bit more, but just more injury protection, but being a little bit less, that's fine. So, yeah, we were basically riding the same school thought there, so not too much negotiation necessary. What do you think, Sam? Yeah, if he, if he comes out looks terrible, misses 30 games, do you think his, do you think his floor is getting the Markkinen deal? Which is yeah, like that's what I'm saying, Markkinen. Yep. Yeah. So with that in mind, I think that's about right like that kind of splits the difference right if he looks amazing like year two stretch big he can stay on the court he looks great defensively like i mean maybe he could get 25 mil a year so i think that kind of splits the difference it makes sense i will go to my next guy and let's do kevin herter of our eastern conference finalists atlanta hawks Do you want to you start? You do the Chandler. How about we let you start? That that one went well with Chandler. So how about you go? No, no. I I I started for the last negotiation. I will let you start here. Okay, that's fine. Um, so obviously we would like to have you back. We would like to extend you. Um, shot out well in the playoffs, at least in moments. I think there was the one famous game where you kind of put us on our back. Was that Game Seven against Philly? I believe I so. so. Um, yeah, like wing shooter type can do a little bit more than that. Kind of the guys we were thinking about, like honestly, Bogdan, who is your teammate, seems near your range, but I would say is a little bit more of a proven player at this point. And like another guy that recently signed was Duncan Robinson, who's like literally the most efficient shooter of all time i think he has the number one true shooting percentage in history and he's a little bit more of kind of like a dynamic 
shooter, in my opinion. So I think we were thinking in that ballpark, but a little bit beneath those guys. So something like four for 60 was going to be our offer. Um, the way I see it is there are a lot of bodies. Of course, you're going to have rotation minutes, but you have Cam Reddish, you have DeAndre Hunter, you obviously have Trey Young dominating the ball for a good portion of the time. Uh, Bogdan, who I already mentioned, um, John Collins likes to get his offensive share. Like, it seems like you can be forgotten at times. Also, all those guys were kind of nicked up last year. Didn't even mention Gallinari. So I, I don't want you to get squeezed and then to have even a lower offer. But we want you around. We think you're a wing shooter type that is in the $15 million range. Okay. Um, the way I went thinking about went about thinking about this is there were just so many... I would say more proven players, but also comparable players who signed for right around 18 a year. This past offseason, we had Tim Hardaway, Duncan Robinson, Norm Powell, Evan Fournier. And there's even a history of guys like Eric Gordon, Gary Harris, Buddy Heald. I know you'll say that's a bad contract. Even Joe Harris. It's all right around 18 million a year. I know counting stats wise, I haven't you know been at that level um but i also just just turned 23 and like i don't think it's i don't think it's my fault that i'm on one of the deepest kind of young teams in the league like i'm carving out 30 minutes a game and i think in another situation i would look a lot better in terms of like the stats i was i would be putting up um and i'm also a lot younger a lot younger than all all of those guys that just signed those contracts right in the four for 72 range. Uh, I believe that Bogdan at the time that he signed his contract in the 2020 off season uh, was a better player and has kind of shown more. Uh, But he also was like five years. He he was like 28 when he signed the contract and I just turned 23. Um, He got the player option four for 72 what I'm asking for is four for 72 with no player option. Yeah. So it's not crazy, but a lot of those guys you listed, like Joe Harris is very specific, right? They have three superstars. They had no way to do anything, but retain him. Gary Harris was a bad deal uh, pretty quickly after Bogdan was restricted. So, that takes like a big offer just to get the former team not to match. Of course, we're doing this a year in advance, these negotiations. So I do think there's a different spin on at least those three guys. And yeah, you mentioned that it's not your fault. You're on like a deep team, but I mean, if we resign you, you're still on this deep team, right? So we wouldn't call you replaceable, of course, to your face or behind your back, but we have players that are, capable at the wing we have the luxury of having a bunch of young players that could still pan out and push you to like a sixth or seventh man um in, even in the near future so i think 18 million is a is a little bit rich with that regard um so yeah so you and I, and I really don't see a massive offer like again like kind of talking about the logjam of minutes again, like I don't know if someone is going to come 
stick their neck in with a four for 90 deal in a year. So yeah, I, we would do like four for, so half for 15 a year. Like we would go up to 16 million a year. 18 is, again, is pretty rich for us given just the reasons I listed and the Bogdan thing, I think is a better player, was a better player at the time. We're doing this a year in advance. You're getting the security of, you know, injury risk and somehow you only playing like 21 minutes a game if Cam Reddish is amazing and we just flourish. So, yeah, we're close, but not quite there for your initial ask. So I don't know if you've noticed, but none of the extensions I've done so far, I've asked for a player option. I think this is the first one where it really makes sense. Um so yeah, I mean that's a good question. Do you want to be a hawk with all these players around? So <laughs> I mean, I it's sometimes frustrating that it just feels like the team is so deep. I guess it, you know, it's better for everyone that I think it's it made me a better player last year that we were so deep on the wing like even guys like Tony Snell and Solomon Hill are like respectable guys to be fighting for minutes against. Uh so you just said 4 for 64. Um I do just for the sake of getting the deal done. I, I do four for sixty six with a player option, which is, I mean, <laughs> it's five hundred thousand dollars a year more than what you just offered. And I, I, I understand that you think that I'm a little bit less of a player than all of those guys that I talked about a couple minutes ago, but you're also like securing me at a lower rate per season in a higher cap environment uh by agreeing to this deal would you so four for 66 with a player option would you prefer that or four for 70 straight how much is your freedom worth potential freedom i should say because you could easily opt in hmm. you know what I think I'm going to take the player option on that. Okay, let's do that. Four for 66, fourth-year player option. I don't know what the calculus should be on that. That could be a really <laughs> bad decision. Like, I don't know if a player option is worth a million a year, but it also, like, could get me out of the contract a year early if I, if I don't know, like, the cap is clearly rising or I just kind of look or, like, have blossomed into something more. I think that player option could be valuable for someone like him. Yeah, I'm not going to share too many thoughts because I think my next negotiation should be pretty similar. Uh, I'm going to do Dante DiVincenzo. Um, Let's do it. All right, so what we're thinking is, you know, we are known to typically be on the cheaper side. Um, We also... So you've had your injury problems, but you've been really good and really important to our success as like that fifth guy in the, in the closing lineups at times. Um, but we don't want to go crazy on that. And you, I know you'll bring up the shooting guard market, uh, the 18 million and all that. A lot of those guys are, we feel are a lot more proven and just don't have the injury concern. So we're thinking if there's a few different ways we could go about this. Um, I guess we'll just kind of start with the most generic one. We'll 
we're kind of thinking around a little more than or just around mid-level exception money and we could do it for four years so we're thinking around like four for 50. I had four for 60 written down, um, so it doesn't sound like we're too far off. I I know that we shouldn't base it on the, the order and exploit that for the later people, but I don't know. Hearing Herder get four for 66, and I... Well, I don't, I don't think Stamps have tweeted that out yet. I don't know if that's common <laughs> knowledge. We're still, waiting, yeah, to get, us, we're still uh, waiting to get clarity on it to see what the non-guarantees are. Us agents are pretty connected, and I uh, heard he uh, was actually offered $70 million guaranteed, uh, and I'm only asking for 60 uh, and I feel like in certain ways I've actually showed more in terms of like consistently being part of a closing lineup, and I think it, you know, it obviously sucks that I missed the entire playoffs that we finally got over the hump for, um, but, you know, I, I realize neither of these contracts were fully guaranteed, but Seeing guys like Luke Kennard get 56 and Malik Beasley get 60, um, I feel like I'm a better player than both of those guys. Also signing this contract, uh, what, two, one or two years later than that, um, I feel like four for 60 fully guaranteed is uh, pretty, you know, appropriate for what I've I've done. Uh, I mean, those are those comps are okay i guess i mean but luke Kennard is like he doesn't get off the bench really i mean he occasionally got in the playoffs and played pretty well but he was glued to the bench at different points and that's kind of widely viewed as a bad contract um who's the other guy you said luke Kennard and him malik beasley beasley and i mean beasley's a good player he's averaging like 20 a game on some pretty good efficiency numbers and had shown some real flashes in uh denver before he got traded and (laughs) And uh, part of the reason he just hadn't put up the numbers earlier in his career is because he was on the stack team and he got a chance to show more when he got traded. So the one comp I think that's actually probably the best one that has been mentioned yet is Josh Hart. Um, got, I don't know what his exact numbers are. and I know I'm not good. taking 12 million guaranteed. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about the just annual value. Um, I don't I know there was the all the super weird language on it where it's like mutual options essentially and I don't remember the details but um I think that's more in general I think that y'all are way way similar players um and you've had the injury issues too so we're not planning on coming any higher than our original offer four for 50 but maybe we could say the last year's a player option or trying to think. I mean, I was thinking maybe a short-term deal would be a little more interesting here, but and we could and we'd pay a little bit more per year, so you could kind of get a little money, then re- hit the market again while you're still younger. But the problem with that is, well, it seems like that would make more sense. Milwaukee's not looking to increase their short-term spending because um, just how much more that actually costs ownership and tax money. So I don't think that's actually on the table. So, I mean, yeah, we'll do four for 15. We'll make the last year a player option, but that's the best we can do. Yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I'm looking at my stats, and I did have a really good year last year. Uh, It was kind of, it's not going to be remembered because I was not available for the part where it counted. But I don't know, like my my shooting was always a little suspect and got up to 38% this past year, which is like really respectable. Um, 
I just pretty much any guard wing type that has proven that they have some scoring abilities um, at an NBA level has been in like this, you know, Jordan Clarkson, Malik Beasley. Like, I, I get that he's not that proven of like this microwave scorer type, but he also does other things. Josh Hart esque things better than those scores that I mentioned. Um, I do. F- I'll I'll come down. Uh, I'll do four for fifty four with a player option. Can't do it. We're holding strong. Part of it is, um, yes, you've done really well with the Bucks. Like when in our situation, as like the some of the best regular season teams of all time, and having like some of the most optical situations. Uh, optimal situations for your fifth starter um we kind of i mean yeah you've done really well in that but i'm not gonna i wouldn't say this to your face but i mean there's a lot of that's pretty replaceable um i mean i think grayson allen can do a pretty good job filling that role and yeah i mean we're we're gonna hold pretty tight on this we're a cheap organization and i think we can replace a lot of what you bring and we're not really sure there's too much downside to holding out a year. We don't think anyone's going to come in and give you, like if someone pays you four for 60, we'd be happy to match that if we think you're worth it. Um, But we don't think there's four for 80, 90 type risk here for us. So worst case, we think we might have to pay a little bit more, but we're going to hold strong on our four for 50. All right. Looks like you won't have to worry about the poison pill provision. See you in restricted free agency. All right. We hope, you prove you're worth it. I, I just felt like at, at, at some point, and this isn't obviously the entire reason why I didn't take that offer, but at some point I needed to just stop taking offers. Like not everyone extends. And I, yeah. sometimes I need to take a step back and, and think about that. And I, yeah, I, I think this is a case where they actually may not come to an agreement. Yeah. I mean, I kind of surprised Sam, actually came up on Kevin Herter a little bit more. I would have held strong a little bit more, especially with how deep the Hawks were, but uh, they have a little bit more room to spend, so it is different. But, yeah, I think that, I don't think DiVincenzo will end up extending. What about what do you think, Sam? Uh, honestly, I might even take in 50 if I was him. You should have just driven home the point that they won a title without him just, like, over and over. But, yeah, he probably thinks he's worth more than I do and apparently than Chandler, so I think that played out about right. Yeah, I think that is a good point. I should have been uh, hammering the fact that they did win the championship without him. But yeah, I think that was pretty similar to how it ended up going down in real life. All right, who's next? All right, let's do Wendell Carter Jr. This one might be quick. I'll start again. So this won't escape this room, but we were th- – thrilled with that trade just based on the two first round picks alone Vooch, we were not we we're going nowhere fast with him um you were kind of like a cherry on top we almost think of you as like i mean you're a solid young flyer honestly like we, we wouldn't want to give you more than rashawn holmes scott you haven't shown any stretch game quite yet i mean you're on some pretty porous defensive teams maybe that's because of your surroundings but i think like the advanced stats have you with one good season on defense uh, and the other ones were kind of like neutral. So I I don't know what you bring to the table above generic center X, to be honest. But 
we did trade for you. We'd like to have a flyer around. Like we would think of you near like near like Thomas Bryant or Jakob Pertl. So we would offer you like three for twenty six. We don't want to go four years. We're just not sure. We've only seen you play for us for like eight weeks. Um, and like I said, I haven't really shown too much that is not available for another in another body. So that's our offer and probably isn't going to move too much. Yeah, I I think this is another one where seems like it's just kind of heading to restrict restricted for agency just because the sample size was so small when he was part of the magic um and they're also in a weird spot with bomba as well who we'll talk about um robin lopez and and mo wagner sure uh <laughs> and oh i i just realized that those that they're they're brothers right franz and mo they're on the same team uh, I don't know that Mo will actually make the 15-man roster, but anyway, uh, I think it, so. If if you're doing three years, I think anything less than 33 million over three years, I would just see how the season plays out. Uh, the the way that I got there is, I think I've just shown a little bit more. Slash, I came in as a little bit more than like this, you know, Pirtle Bryant type, uh, and. Also, just like the rising cap thing, as I've mentioned. So that's how I got to three for thirty-three, which I think but that's like could be an absolute. Basically, the Rashawn Holmes. But. That's like the Rashawn Holmes deal, though, except for a less year. Uh, so yeah, he got four, four for 46. forty-eight with a player option and a trade kicker, so decent amount more. But yeah, that's that's uh, I I think I'm just high on myself. So we'll see how this season plays out. I'm gonna beat the shit out of Bomba in practice. I'm going to play 30 minutes a night, and we'll see what happens in free agency next year. Yeah, I mean, rather than overpay you now, if you prove it, like, that's great for us, then we have an asset we're sure of. So sounds good. Cool. Um, so do you want to do Mobamba next? Sure. Okay. We'll do him. Um, we're going to bring in the assistant GM to run these. Uh, we were not sitting in on the previous meeting. We don't know what was going on there. But oh, I guess we would know. I don't know why. <laughs> um, I'm confusing myself with trying to be as neutral as possible. But um, so the like obviously you know like we now have Wendell Carter Jr. on team two. Um, y'all are in a kind of competing for spots. But we both we want to see what both of y'all bring to the table. Uh, there's obviously minutes available, and you've had all of your injury issues. Um, so we. We're definitely interested in keeping you around, but we would like a little bit more of a sample size. So we kind of, if we're going to extend now, we would want it to be team friendly just because of the risk and um, the fact that we have Wendell Carter Jr. on the roster as well. But we don't want that to be insulting. Like we want you to know that we like are interested in seeing how it plays out with you. So if you just kind of tell us what you're looking for, and I think we can just quickly decide if we should do it now or wait till next. Wait, wait till the off season. I was thinking like the three for twenty-four range. Hmm. All right, that is right around what we were thinking. Um, it's a little bit higher than what we were wanting, and the third year is a little rough. I mean, it's nothing. They're not rough. It's just not what we were thinking. But if you do three for twenty-one, uh, we would be willing to lock that in right now. 
Um, that is right around the range of – that's the low end, but all the guys that we all know, all the young centers who have signed those type of deals, but all those guys have probably proven more and just been healthier in general and is definitely not in the roster situation we are. So we're thinking a little bit lower than what those guys got. Um, three for 21 is what we're thinking. How about a partial guarantee in the third year? So it's still three for 24, but let's say, I don't know, 19, 19 and a half is guaranteed. Uh, so what like if we do three incentives three and instead? It can be a combination of likely and unlikely. So we okay. could do one, we could do one million of it, three for 21 guaranteed and one million of incentive every year. To get to 24? Yeah. Um, it can be half of that can be based on playing in like 60 to 70 percent of games, and then half can be performance based. Okay, this is so sad, but the shooting's never going to come around, so sure, let's lock it in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think that's fair for both sides because a lot of people are ready to give up on him, but I don't think the organization would. And if they can lock him in on a number like that, sure. Yeah. All right, let's do Miles Bridges next. It's a good one. I'm curious to see where your head's at. I think it's your turn to kick things off. Sure. Uh, So this is not how I would have approached the Miles Bridges conversation after year two. Uh, But I don't know if you know this, but I my shooting splits were 50, 40, 87 this past year. Uh, we were playing winning basketball until the Hayward and Lamelo injuries. I was a pretty big part of that. I'm a kind of big wing. You may call me switchy. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. I I the shooting was always the swing skill and you could view it as a fluke but on good volume i shot 40 percent from three last year which is probably like the thing you were looking for me to do to get over the hump and, and i just look at guys that are my kind of stature play my position um that put up that, and i i think i'm somewhat similar um too so What I had written down is four for 72. But before I get into why, I'd, I'd love to hear whether that's in the range. Um, It's above where we have. Not crazily, if you go to average annual value. Um, definitely took notice of the shooting spike in year three, which was definitely impressive. But I don't know if we want to go too crazy and assign that as your baseline going forward. I mean, your first two seasons were both 33% or below from three-point land, uh, as well as much lower efficiency levels. So definitely like a promising look in the promising projection. But yeah, like do we want to take a third of your sample size and call that your new baseline is debatable. Um, You are still a player that averages like 10 points a game and five boards not to get too archaic with the stats um, 
PR not too amazing either. We we recognize that you have value of the three four, maybe switchy, high flying, great lob partner for Lamelo, which we'd want to keep around. Um, we were thinking more of like the fourteen to fifteen million dollar range, um, almost like a high flying KCP, but younger. Um, could maybe do like Aaron Gordon light. Again, don't want to go to his contract more, just like the player style uh, is the reason of invoking him uh, for Miles Bridges. But see, not like terrible. You think you yours comes out to 18 a year, but definitely above what we'd want to lock in in advance, you know, before restricted free agency, before we see if the shooting is real and permanent. So, yeah, that's what we were thinking. I do 64 over four years, which is meeting in the middle. I my I just went down eight million dollars. I I do want to get a deal done because I I like my role in Charlotte. You mentioned the fit with Lamelo, um, and I I honestly think 64 is pretty damn low. I mean, Aaron Gordon, the first contract, the first extension that he signed, or maybe it wasn't an extension; it was just second contract, I guess you could say, was four for 76. And I mean, my the the year I had last year was uh, probably at that level of where he is. And also that contract was signed like four years ago. Uh, So I think asking for 64 is very reasonable. Yeah, I mean, I think there's some risk that you're sort of just a replacement three, four, but. We'll we'll take we'll be willing to take the gamble that the shooting is real. Keep the athleticism, which we don't have a ton of in the squad, uh, and the the connection with Lamelo. I mean, four for sixty four honestly was what I had written down as the max. So congratulations, you reached. The That's what max. I had written down as the four. So it <laughs> seems like this was perfect, perfectly right. in equilibrium. Four for sixty four. Lock it in. Yeah, that seems that seems about right for him. Okay, we'll do Lonnie Walker next. Um, All right. Yeah, for Walker, I don't know. This is this is a tough one because we are just kind of loaded at the at the young guard position, uh, and apparently we want to start playing Bryn Forbes again too. Um, but yeah, and it's kind of he's had a few injury issues here and there, and it's been hard to always crack your spot in the rotation. So we can't go too crazy with an offer and. We would like it to be a little more short-term because we don't want to commit yet because we're still – I think there's still kind of a lot of unknowns with what you are as a player and where you fit in with our team. Um, and we'd be happy to potentially pay you more next offseason if um, you have a chance to prove it and you do have – you have a great season. But we'll start with our first offer at 3 for 30 – or we'll do 3 for 33. I understand why you're going the shorter term route. Um, I just feel like I've maybe shown a little bit more than that, but I also I I agree that this is not the sort of contract that's going to have a player option at the end of it. Um, so I had written down like a Markel Fultz s contract, three for fifty last year as a team option. Well, that's very off from what we were thinking, but I guess the team option does team option does change it. Um, 
I mean, uh, there's just so many, like I said, there's so many young guards in the rotation. Like, I mean, right now we have, with now that Murray and White actually play together, that's probably our starting one and two. Um, Vassell is looking like he's probably a little bit more of a two. Um, Bryn Forbes is going to play, even though he's not a young guard, but that's another guard in our rotation. Primo. <laughs> yeah, Primo, too. We just drafted another. Thanks for telling us that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and like I was saying, our offer wasn't, we think you're that type of player. It's just kind of, we had to protect, we had to protect ourselves some because of just the uncertainty. So we'll go up to three for 35, but again, if, if you, that's not something you're into, like we hope you're not offended. We'd be more than happy to renegotiate. Just, we need to see a little bit more. So we'll, we'll offer you three for 35 right now. And, we could do the last year as a player option too. Um, gives you a chance to get a little bit of money, and then if you're not liking the situation, then maybe see what else is out there. But three for 35 with a player option is what our offer will be. What did Kuzma sign for? Was it 40? Three for 40? Does that sound right? Yeah, I think yeah, he's around like 13 million a year. Okay. Uh, okay, fine. I'll I'll go all the way down to three for 38 with the player option. Oh, I thought we offered three for 35 with the player option. I know, and I came all the way down from three for 50. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think we're holding strong. Three for 35, that's where we're at. There's just, we just don't really see the reason for us to continue going up at this point. I mean, we kind of said why we have our reserves about paying you, not because we think you're a bad player, just because just the team situation and what has been the team situation over the last few years and going forward. So 3 for 35 with a player option is our uh, highest we can do. Well, how high would you do if there wasn't a player option? 346. 30. We were just trying to be nice and throw the player option on there, honestly. Like, that's – we're just in that range, that 10 to 12 million range is what we were thinking. Hmm. This is right on the fence for me. Because, uh, yeah, I feel like there's he's shown a good amount, but there's also like just the downside of there's just a lot of guards, young guards yeah. to play in that in that rotation. There's a lot of it's, um, it's like flashes, too. It's not necessarily been like, like, oh, yeah. he could legit be a starter. It's like, oh, maybe he'll become a starter. I'll do 36 with the player option. If if you lock that in, it was thirty five. It was thirty five with the player option. Thirty six, no player option. Yeah, <laughs> I we're know. Not and we're not going up. We're tired of you taking all of our money. Buddy always scrapes for one million more dollars, as if it's gonna be a game changer. I know, but if but in the end, in the spreadsheet, it looks so much better. I mean, in, in this type of negotiations, like it makes a ton of sense just to ask for like one extra million, just because. So while while we're ready to move on to the next guy. Um. Yeah, I gotta take that. Congrats on holding firm there. Yeah, that three for fifty. I mean, I know it was the team option on the end, but yeah, we were nowhere close on that one. Okay, let's do Jalen Brunson, and just came off of a very successful season where his advanced stats were better. He showed that he could kind of drive a little bit of offense when Luca was taking his rests. Um, we think that he is a, an above average backup point guard. And so we are willing to pay him above your 
campaigns and your Monty Morris, I think, is a decent comp for him who extended not too long ago. So we we're gonna four for forty four for Jalen Brunson. Before I give my rationale, uh, the only thing I wrote down is definitely above MLE. And what you offered is pretty much the MLE. Um, I just think he had a Feels like me. You you kind of mentioned it like he had a really good year last year, like his shooting splits were awesome. He for most of the regular season looked like the kind of like he could he, he could run the team when Luca wasn't out there, but he can also play off ball and also take an on ball role when Luca is on the court. And hopefully they'll they'll do that more this year to make Luca not as gassed. And we'll see if kid does that um i just think in the right situation he has shown that he could do what brogdon and van vliet did to get them those huge offers i'm not asking for 85 million dollars i'm just saying that i think he has definitively in a tier above any sort of backup point guard which i think your offer at least moderately suggests um, but especially seeing a guy like Devonte Graham get what, like four for, for 48, who literally can't do anything, anything in an, in an efficient manner inside of a, the, the three point line. Um, I was thinking four for 56 is what I wrote down. So I know Chandler will agree with this. The, the Pelicans front office does a lot of befuddling things. Um, Charlotte wasn't willing to give that deal to Devonte Graham. They just wanted the first. <laughs> um, maybe, but I think we can also presume that they were not willing to give that deal. I mean, Graham, I think he's a starter. Isn't he going to start there? Yes. But Jalen <laughs> Brunson, if he was on the Pelicans, would start over Devontae Graham. Well, maybe, but Actually, we don't plan. Maybe, maybe that's not true just because the Pelicans have such terrible spacing. But on... <laughs> On generic team X, Jalen Brunson would start over Devontae Graham. Yeah, I mean, the leap you made was notable. We kind of similar to the Miles Bridges, that the third year progression is great, and hopefully it is foretelling of the future. But we don't know for sure that that's like your new baseline. We'll pay you above backup level. Like we would give you four for forty-eight. Then you can say you did better than Devontae Graham, who you believe you're better than, even though he's a starter next to Zion, who's going to get more pub because Luca eats the ball for the usage of 40% or so next season. I think that's more than fair. We don't want to lose you. We don't want you to be an unrestricted free agent next year, which makes this calculus a little bit different than some of the other players. So I think that is rewarding you for last season, locking it in early. You've made no money in your career so far, like something like $5 million. And now this is 10 X in that effectively. So speaking of no money made, uh, you, your organization decided to, uh, I guess, pick up the team option. I don't know the proper terminology, but basically you decided to keep me at the minimum for a season in which I'm clearly not at the minimum and I understand, like business-wise or cap-wise, 
why that made sense. But I also think I should maybe get a little bit at the back end of that um, to make up for the fact that I am an above average backup point card, a fringe low level starter getting paid one point eight million dollars this year in my fourth season uh, with the same organization. Um, So I'll do four for fifty two. I was going to go down to 50, but I, I think you're literally getting probably the best backup point guard in the league at the minimum this year. And that counts for something. And I'm OK doing that, but I think I wouldn't go lower than four for 52. And I could have a good year and really exceed that, I would like to point out. Point guards I mean, get paid. You're good with playing this year at $1 million because that's the deal we agreed upon, right? Like we took the chance and we signed you to the contract and that, I mean, yeah. But you also had the option of paying me whatever you had my full bird rights. If you declined that, that team option, what would you have done? What if, what would you have done if you were the GM? Would you like to me into a multi-year contract? I'm, I'm unrestricted next year, baby. And we are rewarding you for these by offering you the, Honestly, we had four for fifty at the max written down. You said you almost said that. How yeah, but so I'm I'm asking for two additional million dollars. So think of this as you are paying me three point eight million dollars this year, which is still an absolute bargain. That's how you should view four for fifty two as opposed to four for fifty. I I think these contracts are two different contracts. Like <laughs> we signed the other one four years ago. I, I mean. You can talk to your agent if you think that that was a bad deal. I mean, you signed it. You became an NBA player. We put you next to three and D players. We groomed you next to Luka Doncic. We had the best coach in the league, or arguably one of the best coaches in the league for the last three years. Like, without us, I mean, are you getting fifty million dollars? Are you getting twenty million dollars? Are you going overseas? Who knows? Like, it's not a it's not a well, big favor to you this whole scenario. Uh, sorry. So are we two million dollars apart right now? Is that? Yeah, but you keep you're, on. You, you're not. I mean, you're not buying into this at all. Like, can't can't you just see the logic of you're paying less than four million dollars this year for the best backup point guard in the league? Yeah, and we started at four for forty four, and now we've tried to reward you handsomely. How about? Yeah, how about, we we started at four for sixty, so the middle is four for fifty two. We're both coming down an equal amount, or yeah, up or down. Could, you could have said your starting was four for a hundred, and then said, "Oh, the middle is 70. How about we make some incentives to get to fifty-two, and we do fifty uh, guaranteed? You love to do this with Chandler. Ah, uh, fuck it. I need a good night's sleep. Yeah, four for fifty. <laughs> Whatever. Well, four for fifty-two. If if we reach the, we can do like a million bonus if if we reach the Western Conference Finals. That's your no, we no 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 the the, <laughs> the incentive is going to be if if we make it to the second round because that's the hump that we need to get over. You already agreed. Well, <laughs> I, I agreed that there's incentives. You can't just say any incentives you want and you'd be like, oh, you agreed. Half second round, half Western Conference Finals. So well, that's what two fifty per. Okay, sure, whatever. Beautiful. Well, it looks like his early bird or bird specification did not come into play there. (laughs) We'll do Lou Dort next. So this is he's going into year three and he has a minimum team option for year four. 
Well, I guess before we talk numbers, are you thinking short-term or long-term? Because I know, I mean, you were undrafted, but you're actually kind of benefiting from the scenario because you're probably going to get paid a little earlier or could potentially, depending on how these negotiations go. But um, I don't know. What do you think, a short-term or long-term? Or Well, long-term kind of screwed me over last time because I signed right before the bubble playoffs, and now I'm on a minimum for the next for this year and next year and last year and uh well maybe not next year if this if this negotiation goes well but uh i don't know i i want the most yeah i i want the most that uh i'm able to be paid that that early bird um for for 55 let's call it I guess it doesn't need to be four if you're thinking if you want it to be less years or what, but that that's the that's the way in which I would do this deal. So you say that as if and we may we may not describe I'm just trying to make sure we're on the same page. You say that as if you might be willing to wait things out long term because you think you could potentially get more than that. Yes. Okay. That could be true. We don't really have too strong an opinion on that. We do believe in your potential, but the market is pretty pretty set for those three and D types. It's only really the special ones get paid, and not even them. Like a lot of people think, oh, yeah, like in the four for eighty-eight range. Uh, well, what does what does OG and Anobi make? Like four for seventy something. Seventy-two Uh, with a player option. Yeah. uh, But yeah, that. I mean, you did have a great playoff series. You've shown um, you're a great defender on the wing. Did a little bit more on offense this year. Can shoot a little too now. We definitely like you as a player and like you long term. Um, so what if we kept the year four option? We pick that up, but we extend you the three years of full max bird, bird rights. We could do that or we could smooth it out to where we could decline it and smooth it out towards the same rate for four years. So basically if you're making like 2 million on your option and then it's probably three for 34, 35 or whatever, looking at getting like 36 million over the next four years and we could kind of split that up however you want, whichever way you've preferred. So, so I, I guess what I initially propose is that you decline the team option and do that max early bird extension. What you're proposing is like, what, four for, sorry, how, how much are you offering if you decline that team option? Uh, The three year early bird. Three year early bird. So it's the fourth year that you're, you don't want to go that fourth year? Yeah, we're, we're, it's not that, it's just we're kind of, if we're going that long, we would like a little bit more of a deal. Um. But, yeah, maybe we could work out a player option or something instead or some sort of option there. But, yeah, yeah we do – we for sure want to pay you around that range. Just I guess we're a little bit more hesitant to go the full full bird, right, or early bird. So you're offering the full early bird amount just for three years instead of four. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. And okay. we could do it to where – we decline it anyway. We decline this $2 million 
Um, so you can get paid one year earlier. Yeah. Uh, if we were doing that though, we would. We if we're doing if we're gonna decline it, we'd like to get a little bit more team friendly. So what if we decline it and give you four years early bird, but the last year is a team option. Um, and and the benefit of that being a team option too is, if it if you outplay your contract again, we can always deny it and extend, kind of like what we're doing right now. So it kind of it, it it might be a little you might not want to lock put put that in the team's control, but I think by us doing this now, what paying you a year early instead, like we're showing you that we would be willing to do that again, and we do believe in you as a player. So we would do that last year as a team option, so we could decline it, keep your bird rights, and work on an extension if need be, or if that's kind of just the range of the player you're in, that's fair for all sides, and you get paid what you're worth. So. That's kind of what we're thinking. Um, so I, if we are going to do a deal, I I don't want to be making the minimum next year. Like I, I want the extension to kick in next year. Um, so it seems like you want to go a little bit shorter term. If you decline the team option and give me three years of early bird, I'd take it. Well, what we were wanting for in exchange for declining this team option is we get another team option on the end. So we right. would do whatever length you want, just the last year team option. And that's that's declining this present one. We'll pay you. You'll make like 10 extra million this year. And then um, in return, we just like a little bit of security on our end. Yeah, I just feel like you you've already experienced enough team control with me. I don't want to sign up for another play or team option at the end of it. Um, well, we're showing you good faith now by paying you by paying you nine million more. It seems like Jalen Brunson was very mad about not getting that. I'm I'm trying to think what what dollar amount that is over three years. Like probably like thirty five, thirty six. No, it it'd be more than that if it's four for fifty five. Oh right? yeah. It'd be like three for thirty-nine, three for forty. Does that sound right? Is the early I thought early bird was four for forty-eight. Isn't it four for fifty-five? That's that's what that early well, thought, bird early bird is four for forty-eight, but an extension you can give one hundred and twenty percent of the estimated average annual salary, which is the four for fifty-five. So like Rashawn Holmes is limited to early bird, but if you're extending early, that's the one hundred and twenty percent that the came into play with Devontae Graham or Gary Trent last year, they both turned down or whatever, or oh, theoretically. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so what I mean, either way, whatever the figure is, we would do however many years you want if we can get a team option on the end. So I guess let's just operate under the assumption that a three year early bird is, let's say, 40 million. I would accept something like three for 36 if it was fully guaranteed. I don't want the team option at the end. So what I'm asking for is decline the team option, three for 36 fully guaranteed. That's less than the early bird. And that's it. That just, I don't know, that gets a little risky for us because declining the option. Like over a million dollars less just to not be stuck at team option trap for a second time yeah i mean i wouldn't call it a trap but um 
since we're I made the minimum not, last year. Since we're <laughs> literally not trapping you, we're uh, giving you we're paying you ten times what that is. Um, it it just we want a little bit more team. We want to be a little bit more team friendly if we're gonna pay you ten times your salary for the starting year. We'll go whatever years you want as long as we can do the last one as a team. Team option. And that's we'll do it for the early bird amount too. So or not the yeah. early, but the, um, the the higher the two. I keep getting them confused. Yeah. And that's um, higher than what I was originally thinking. Like I mean, you're looking at being the thirteen, fourteen million dollar year player there. That's and like I said, if it's odds are if you're let's say you you kind of maybe peaked as a shooter already, you get a little bit worse, and you're not worth that money. If you're an eight, nine million dollar player, we're still probably paying you that salary. And if you are outperforming that contract significantly, we're showing you that we are willing to decline the team option to pay you more. Um, and if you're in that range and it makes sense for everyone to accept, I think that ends up being pretty fair for both sides that you get paid your worth. So, yeah, the more I think about it, the the declining the team option is pretty generous. So sure, I'll do a four minus one. We'll call that. Uh, okay. It, so you're declining the team option and then a four minus one at, so it, it's four for 55 and the fourth year is a team option. Yep. Sure. What do you think, Sam? I guess I, I should be happy about that, but it's. <laughs> yeah, I think it's huge to get the early raise. Um, two more years at the minimum, which kind of feels tough for Dart to play out. I think it's fair, but I do understand the buddy thing. It's like you already kind of have me on a string here and now you're going to do it again for a third option season. I wouldn't want that, but, but yeah, I mean, if it's it comes with the price of the $10 million raise, right. then maybe, maybe it's worth it. Yeah. That's a tough, tough one to work through. All right. Not a tough one to work through. Let's just do Aaron holiday. I, I don't know if we've seen enough from you yet, you're already 25 years old. You're one of the older guys to be ready for an extension. Obviously, you are a backup point guard for us. We just signed Spencer Dinwiddie. So it is nice to have some like injury insurance, but uh, Bradley Beal has to have the ball a lot. Um, our vision for Denny might be a little bit of a playmaker. Not the greatest shooter. Like We're not sure what you are. Like It's probably not even worth going through, but if we want some low ball offer. I guess we could throw you one. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> um, three for 15. I do three for 21. I mean, that's on the low end of the backup, backup point guard spectrum. Yeah. And I'm not sure you're above the low end of the backup point guard <laughs> spectrum. I know. That's why I'm that. That's why I'm suggesting as such. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, campaign got three for 19, and he was killing it in the playoffs. Kind of a, a redemption story there. I I just don't know why they're doing this in advance. Like, I we don't even know what the Wizards are going to actually look like with this all this whole new roster. I don't think we're risking losing an Aaron Holiday being detrimental to our team. So, uh, honestly, I don't even know how appealing the three for 15 is, but I was just trying to be nice. All right, let's just move on then. So we can do Terrence Mann then. It'll be so he's in the same contract situation as Lou Dort, right? Yes. Well, we'll say 
I'm not taking another team option, whatever, whatever this turns out to be. <laughs> it's funny too, because he also is like had some flashes, but then like went crazy in one playoff game and obviously did a lot. He was very important the whole playoffs, but it's funny how the situations are similar. Um, so what if we extend three years? We so with Terrence Man, we want to keep that uh, first year. We don't want to decline the option the team option because of how expensive we currently are, but we do want to pay you. So, I mean, what if we did the three years of the max we can pay you after, but keeping the team option for the minimum? Maybe I'm just high on Terrence, man, but seven back in a character. I had a really good year uh, compared to what I did my rookie year uh, playoffs, especially that one game were awesome. But like the whole playoffs, I was like a dependable rotation player for a team that was what in the Western Conference Finals. I think I'm going to continue to have a somewhat sizable role as long as Kawhi is out. Um, and I understand with like the luxury tax concerns why you would not decline the team option. But if I'm going to basically a year in advance lock in long term, um, the only way I would do that and knowingly kind of uh let you not or w- let you not decline the team option is if it on top of the, that was like a two plus one at the early bird so you would have me at the minimum for two years but then after that it would be so that's, that'd be the same thing i just offer just the last year player option yes yeah we can do that, that i think that's fair i mean because I think that's about the type of range of player you are, and maybe we can work out a more long-term deal. You can pick it up, whatever. We can figure that out then, but I think that's a fair compromise. Yeah, I probably could have fought harder on that, but that sounds about right. I think the only real person I have left is probably Mitchell Robinson. What about you, Sam? You making any last-minute cuts? I have one to two guys probably that are worth going through, um, although I'm disappointed if you don't go to Joshua Kogi. Uh, how about Grayson Allen? What, what, uh, what are you and your agent scheming for? Well, you offered Dante Givincenzo four for fifty with a player option. Uh, that's not what I'm asking for, but I did like show some things with the Grizz, like legitimate. Like if Divincenzo was injured, I think I could step in and fill a similar role, slightly different skill set, but in terms of just like overall value added i don't think i'm that far behind i was thinking like four for 40 yes that's above that's above the ballpark we have we were thinking more of the eight million dollar range on the high end honestly like we're a pretty cheap organization we won with a very thin rotation last season we won the title with kind of only six or seven playable guys towards the end. I don't know that you're a massive That doesn't mean that, that you shouldn't have depth, though, just because Bobby Portis was, like, your entire bench. <laughs> That's not, like, the blueprint forward. But, but yes, oh, continue. No, the ends totally justify the means here. That is the way that we are operating going forward. Uh, I mean, I don't know how big of a step up Grayson Allen is from replacement level. So, honestly, $8 million a year might even be a mistake for us <laughs> looking back at it but we think you can play a little bit you can shoot 
you can maybe be a part of our regular season juggernaut when we have to rest a guy or two. You can maybe learn a little bit behind Middleton and company. Uh, we're also cash strapped, but we would like a cost controlled, you know, younger player. We don't have a ton of them left that are actually playable. So, yeah, I mean, we're willing to extend, but not really above $8 million a year. But you'd offer four for 32? We had three for 24 in mind. Just the years. We don't want to be paying you through to 2025 at this juncture. I do three for 26. <laughs> Just always comes back with. I didn't even go all the way up to 27. That's that's a weird fraction. It's, it's unlikely. He was a solid player last year. You're locking that in. Him and Connaughton, you can cobble those salaries together. Well, I guess not for a year if, you, if I sign this. And you have a $20 million player right there. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to be a player in free agency. If we trade it for you, maybe it's because we believe in you. It's probably on the high end, but let, let's just come to yet another deal. We're, we're having a friendly time tonight. So th- three for 26? Yeah. Leading to my last one, uh, Mitchell Robinson. So you'll be unrestricted after this year, right? Yes. Let's see. Um, I mean, we'll just kind of give you a, a good offer based on what uh, a lot of these young centers are making. We'll go four for 48. So I'm happy that you offered me more than Nerland's Noel is making. Um I mean, I think we're similar players, but definitely long-term, I think I'm the better fit. Um, haven't made any money in my career. I I do four for 52. That's what I had written down. All right, deal. Cool. <laughs> Just got to make more than Rashawn Holmes. <laughs> like it. Okay, well, I'm just going to go through... The last guy, so Troy Brown Jr., I don't think he's getting a deal. He hasn't really shown much of anything. Buddy, sorry if you're excited to go after Troy Brown's deal, but I think that's just a wait and see. He might even be a Denzel Valentine candidate of taking his qualifying offer if he gets. I wrote BAE money next to his name, so yeah, not yeah, not extension worthy. Yeah, and Jake Milton, like, I just don't think they would offer. Well, they might offer something, but I don't think they come to an agreement before they figure out what the Ben Simmons thing is. I mean, they have Seth Curry, Tyrese Maxey, Ben Simmons. Like, I don't know what his role is. I don't know if they'd want to extend somebody for years that may or may not be. Like, their team could be completely, not completely different, but it could be shuffled up in the future. Um, so I wasn't really going to make a competitive offer there as well. Um, Nicholas Claxton might be somewhat interesting, but Brooklyn can get elite minimum vets because they're so good. So I don't really see the value in like overpaying someone who maybe will be good, but paying him a year early didn't make sense to me. And they can get vets that can fill in minutes. They're a championship. They have ring chasers coming. So I, I didn't see anything working out with him either. Any, anyone have any closing thoughts before we wrap it up? Um, I'm surprised we didn't do a negotiation for Shamit. Chandler, did you punt on Shamit or did I? Because I was, because yeah, if we did do a negotiation, I'd be looking for like mid-level money. Like you saw what someone like yeah. Reggie Bullock got in 
in free agency, like I would be asking for like three in, for 33, three for 36, that, something like that's that. That's probably the reason I wanted to punt on him because I knew I, he'd want way more and he's like just a bit player. But I was thinking four to five million, like not, I wouldn't offer that, but like, I, like he's, he's, he's kind of a minimum, not a minimum guy, but just like one step above some of these minimum level shooters, like your Wayne Ellington and your, your Brent Forbes and, uh, Reggie, Reggie Bullock, I mean, he's a little bit more of a wing guy. He's a little more high volume, fits better. And Shamit's kind of just – he really didn't look good at times on the nets, I think, too. So I just figured there'd be too much of a difference there. More of a yeah, general thing. I think thing. that's everyone. Then. Yeah, more of a general thing. Like, it seems like we came to a lot of deals. Do you expect these deals to start flowing in in the next two weeks? Or are players, yeah. like, hunkering down and just – they want to do the bet on myself. Like, a lot of times they do, down. like, a lot of them will happen, like, right before, like, the deadline. So I feel like that might end up happening. But, yeah, I think we came to way more agreements that will actually happen. We came to 14 deals. I think there's going to be, like, seven or eight. Yeah. Okay. yeah we almost agreed on every single one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were, like... For Mikel Bridges, I I had four for eighty being my max before we started, and I mean, buddy's buddy convinced me a little bit. I got you an Ananobi trap from from last year. Like you just you just love the three and D guy. Got to pay a premium for your liking of those type of players. Yeah, I mean that's my whole point. I was saying that there's two these guys don't get paid like that. But I mean, do you think he gets twenty mil a year, Chandler? Yeah, I say twenty mil. I what was the final? What'd y'all agree on? Four for eighty-eight. Yeah, yeah. twenty-two. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it'll be somewhere between eighty and ninety. Okay, so maybe that's not terrible. But yeah, we we were really close on like a ton of guys. Like you had the max and min like seemed to meet on like two or three of my guys, like literally to the exact number, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, yeah, I mean, the most interesting is to me is MPJ. Is he going to sign it? Like, it's. If they haven't signed it by now, like, it's kind of max or wait, right? Like, do you think he would agree to, like, a four year, well, like, 110 or something? I think it's just all the circumstances around the max, oh, like, just the like non guarantees. Guarantees and, and stuff. One of them will probably cave as we get closer, I think, to the deadline. Yeah, yeah I, yeah. I think it's going to be pretty similar to. Maybe the guarantees would be a little more strict than you have to play 45 games in the fourth year, but um, I think I think they'll come to a five-year five max or somewhat close to it. The one that I was surprised it went so quickly that I think is going to be really hard is Colin Sexton. Like, if it comes out that he signs like a four-year $100 million, million dollar contract or that he signed like a four-year $56 million, million dollar contract, like I guess I wouldn't be that surprised anything in that range. I just have no idea how the league values him, how the Cavs value him now that they have Garland who had a pretty solid year two. Um, I guess there's a little more clarity that they didn't draft like a Jalen green type. Um, but yeah, there's Rubio there and yeah, I just figured I'd, start, up, but. I'd start a little bit higher than what I was thinking just cause that's how I was feeling like the team and at least some parts of the league probably view him. I mean, I'd be stunned if he was like four for sixty, to be honest. Just because of him, like I don't think he'd yeah. ever accept that, especially a year in advance. But was it ninety to ninety-two? That 
That does feel 92. Wait, yeah, it was 92 that gets up to 94. Yeah, yeah, that feels a little bit rich just because they've always been on bad teams. Like, he hasn't contributed to winning, he kind of has like a scorers only mentality. It feels a tad bit rich, but Cleveland loves to pay their guys, uh, as we saw with uh, Jared Allen, we saw with Kevin Love three years ago. Yeah. Chetty Osman. <laughs> yeah, I think Chetty Osman, that's the perfect place to end the pod. Yes, All it right. is. Our goal is to get three guys within $1 million of average annual salary. Yeah, that that'll be nice to see how we do uh, compared to what actually comes out. Uh, we'll we'll get all that we'll get some stuff posted and see how we do. But we'll uh, we'll update the Twitter for everyone.